Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Drewcast, episode 128. I'm your host, Mellow15. This week, we're going to start off with a tribute. I want to honor my late friend, Gary. Uh, some of you might know him as Low Cool. Um, a lot of you know him as Gary. I met Gary at my work, at my workplace, and um, he was a guy, he was very funny, very entertaining. I loved him and his brother, Glenn. Uh, they reminded me of me and my brother, right? They were like, hey, we make rap music too. You know, we, we're, int we're just like you guys. We're like the, uh, the a different version of you and your brother, and that's how we met. I made a lot of music with Gary. I made a lot of music with him. Uh, my brother has shot music videos for them. So it's just really sad that my friend passed away. And I'm not going to get into how he passed away because that's not what we do here. In this music industry, a lot of people who make music here, you guys can agree, there's not a lot of good people here, bro. Like in this music industry, like locally, there's not a lot of people who are reliable. A lot of people, you know, they they sneak you, they do sneaky shit, they try to like they they act funny. It's it's just one of those things where like you know you you get turned off by it, right? But you, Gary and Glenn were people who would show up and just like they would one take a verse, and you're like, damn, that sounded hella good. So like when you're in the middle of editing it, you don't even have to. There's no more to do because they did it in one take, right? They were really professional. They were really friendly. You could always count on them. Like it was one of those situations where they really made me appreciate working with different artists. There's only a handful of people that I can actually say that about, right? Like outside of music, Gary was one of those people that, you know, even if you didn't agree with what he said, he was always really funny. He was always really friendly. You know, he did a lot for his friends and he loved his family, you know, and it kind of sucks because this is just really this is really just proof that like death is so sudden, you know, it's so random. And like, I remember when I turned 30, I didn't really want to be 30. Right. And I was, you know, I was going through one of those moods. I was like, ah, I'm about to turn 30. And I remember people would tell me like, Hey, you know, once you turn 30, it, your thirties kind of suck because you, you will deal with a lot of death. A lot of people end up dying. A lot of bad stuff will end up happening. And it's one of those things that I wasn't really prepared for. And it's already happened to me multiple times this year alone. Like this year alone, I've already dealt with like friends of mine passing away. And what really bothers me though, is that Gary would reach out to me, especially this summer, you know, when I was going through a lot of stuff with my own family, Gary would reach out and he would say like, Hey, do you want to record a new song that I have an idea for? Hey, I got a new video idea I want to do are you guys down and I was going through so much at home that I allowed it to interfere with my friendship I allowed it to interfere with the art I like making I love making music bro a lot of you may not like the raps I do but I love making music I love rapping I like making videos it's like one of my favorite things to do so I let that interfere with my with my art right I had a friend who passed away a couple years ago. His name was Ruben. And it, what really kills me is that a couple weeks before he had passed away, he had like, you know, he had hit me up to hang out. Like, hey, do you guys want to go play pool? Do you guys want to hang out? And I remember at the time I was, I was so busy with like personal stuff that I was, I, it's not that I ghosted him, but I was like, hey, you know, maybe another time, man, I got a lot of stuff going on at home, right? You know, maybe next time. And then a couple weeks later, you know, he passed away. And I, I just, I've never forgave myself for that. 
I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with that, but I never forgave myself for allowing my personal life to interfere with friendship. You know, sometimes maybe that's all you need, man. Maybe, you know, because when you're around like a group of people, your friends, you, you come out of it feeling better. I know I do when I'm depressed, you know, and I go to hang out with my family or my friends, I feel better. I feel like I can take on the whole world. And so it's kind of like a similar situation with Gary. And I, I feel like, damn, I let like weirdo junkie behavior that was happening at home interfere with making music like that I liked doing. Right. So I don't want to I don't want to sit on here and like start to get angry because I easily could. I, and I'm not trying to make it about that. What I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is, is that. I appreciated your friendship, I appreciated I appreciated the fact that you showed me that not every rapper or people who are in this local like scene are the same, you know, and we could all agree that like, you know, and no, and no matter what field you go into, you're going to encounter a lot of that. But I'm just glad that I was able to see that there was people who still took the craft seriously. And there was people who, who made me believe that this was possible to make it out of here. And Gary was one of those people. And, you know, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget the the songs me and him made together. I'll never forget, you know, the the funny experiences that I've had with this guy and his brother. So it's just one of those things, guys. You know, never... I know a lot of people are going to have personal stuff no matter what, but just don't let it interfere with friendship. Don't let it interfere with love and don't let it interfere with art because you'll never get that back. And you're going to end up like me regretting it, you know, and I'm pretty sure those people would tell me like, hey, Drew, it's okay. You know, all of us have stuff going on, but that's something that I'm going to have to carry on for the rest of my life. Like, hey, I let personal stuff get in the way of like creating what I love to do with my friends. And, you know, I'm going to link his music down below. If you guys can just go, go watch it, go, go listen to it, you know, give some kind words that his family will be able to see because in a time like this, especially Glenn, if you end up watching this, bro, I, I I can't imagine what you're going through, dog. I would never want to lose my brother. And especially now, you know, when you, it's just one of those things, man. I, I really hope, Glenn, that you reach out to me because right now, I don't, you, you need all the love and support you can get, bro. And I, it's one of those things, man. I, I just, I really hope that you you find peace with the situation and if you if you ever need like a shoulder or just just anything just let me know bro so i mean i could easily message you that it's just one of those things like i said you guys if you guys can watch and stream it you know that'd be really cool and uh my friend my friend would have loved it if you guys you know supported his stuff i know he would have had a huge smile on his face knowing people enjoyed what he made so but yeah, I don't know about you guys, right? But there, something feel. I'm going to title this like something feels off or something feels wrong because definitely something feels wrong. Now, I don't know what it is. This last like couple, I would say since COVID, right? Since COVID, something has felt off about the world. I don't know if there's like a glitch in the matrix. It just feels like something's not being coded, right? And I don't want to make it sound like it's a simulation, but it kind of seems that way because ever since like the pandemic started 
or maybe a little bit before the pandemic, it, it kind of feels like everything's heading towards something really big, right? I've thrown out the 2027 date because I, like I've said on previous podcasts, we've had guys like the ex-CIA agent, John Ramirez, uh, Stephen Greer, other people in the UFO world have all talked about 2027, something big's happening and they're preparing us for it, right? And I'm not really big into the Bible and, and religion as much as other people are, but it does feel like the end of days, Loki. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but like with the whole China, Russia, threats of World War Three, nukes, Israel, Palestine, AI, the pandemic, UFOs, aliens, all happening within like a span of like six years. This doesn't, like, if you look at it from the outside, this doesn't look like it ends good. Right. It doesn't look like this has a good ending. Maybe that's what they're preparing us for. Maybe there's an event that's going to happen that they're trying to stop from happening. But ever since I started, so on YouTube, like a lot of my content has been UFO based, alien based, right? That's what it feels like. You could say that ever since I started doing all that type of stuff, that I kind of kept going down all these rabbit holes, right? Like I kept going down UFO rabbit holes and I, I kept going deeper and deeper. And there was all this crazy cool stuff that I was learning about. But none of all of it didn't make sense at the time, right? And I was like, hey, what are we heading towards, right? Because like, is all of this connected? Like I, you know, like I mentioned, like Russia, China, Palestine, you know, COVID, aliens. Like, is this all like leading towards something? And if you, I kind of hope it doesn't end really really bad but you know there's a lot of people who hope that an alien civilization comes here and saves us and i'm here to tell you bro they're not going to they already could have if they wanted to the only people who are going to save us is you is me is all of us we're the only ones that can save us there is no magical person that's going to come down and save us they already would have right like when when you're a researcher, right, and you're like videotaping animals and like you're studying them, do you interfere? A lot of them don't. They'll straight up just record a whole colony of animals getting destroyed or killed and they won't interfere because they're studying them, right? So if we do it, what makes you think that something isn't doing that to us? Now, I think that's what's happening. I think we're being studied. I think a lot of people have already said this theory that ufos are us from the future right and if that's the case then we and they are studying us because they're they're studying a specific event that happens in our timeline then the only people who can save us is us you know i heard dj vlad earlier this week he was talking about drake right and he was referring to the whole israel palestine conflict that's happening and i'm not going to get into like a lot of detail because not really educated on that topic, don't know much about either side to make a statement about it. But he was saying like, hey, you know, Drake, you're the biggest, you're one of the biggest Jewish artists in the world. Why don't you, why don't you speak on it? You know, your words would have so much impact. What, and, and my, and what I said was like, bro, what is Drake supposed to do? Like, what is Drake's words going to do? Right. Is when Drake says a statement, everybody's just going to randomly go, oh, we should do what Drake said. Drake said it, so we should do it. No, that when has that ever worked, right? When has that ever worked? People's weird like celebrity worship has got to the point where 
if Drake says something on an event that's happening, we're just going to, oh, we should now, we should all have peace. No, it's you, you and us as a community. We're the ones that bring that. Drake isn't going to save us. No, Will Smith, Tom Cruise. There's no celebrity that's going to save you. If it's aliens, if it's UFOs, if it's nukes, war, AI, pandemics, whatever, no celebrity can save you because those celebrities work for the very entity that is trying to tear you down, right? Just like earlier this year in Congress, how they talked about, you know, hey, we do audits on the Pentagon. And every audit we've done recently, there's billions of dollars that have gone missing, trillions, billions that we can't account for. We don't know what they're doing with your money. So is, what What is going to happen? Like, so Jay-Z is supposed to stand up and talk about it? No, but because they all work for that entity that is directly affecting you. Sorry to tell you that. They all work for the same power elite group that controls you. You think they're going to stand up to them? No, it's going to take you as it's basically like in a bug's life, right? No fake bird's going to come and save you. You as a group have to stand up to it. That's the only way you stop it. So I hope nothing bad is happening, but it doesn't seem like anything good is going to come out of the whole Russia, China, Israel, Palestine, pandemic, AI, UFO, alien thing that we're in right now. It doesn't seem like it's heading towards something good. I hope that nothing bad happens, but... You know, it's not going to take one person. Drake isn't Jesus. It's going to take you, me, the community. Because like I said earlier, once I started in the whole UFO alien field, you're just dealing with a lot of uneducated people. And it's by design, right? When I say uneducated, I don't mean that in, a, in like a disrespectful way, but there is a lot of uneducated people who have sheep mentality who they don't really they don't really think for themselves they think for what they think things because the media tells them to they think things because political figures and celebrities tell them to think a certain way right that's why it's hard to get people grouped up for one cause because it's just not what we're built for unfortunately and it's it's been designed that way it's been designed that way for a long time so, I mean, I hope for the best, but it doesn't seem that way. So, but I did want to talk about, so I didn't want this whole episode to be like dark, you know, and because I, you know, with the intro and this last topic. So I kind of wanted to, I kind of wanted to do like, like when we mentioned in the, in the beginning, Gary, like me and Gary used to clown on a lot of stuff that we'd hear in the news. And just when we were at work, we would talk about a lot of stuff that I'm about to mention, but, and it, when because I'm about to bring up Jada Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. And because I mentioned Will Smith being a celebrity whose voice could potentially save us, but it, it's not going to because he can't really save his marriage or sorry. I don't, they haven't called each other wife and husband in so long, but, but it's kind of funny seeing the, cause like, it's almost like Blueface and Krishan Rock, right? Like when you see them on your timeline, you, you're kind of being forced to hear about them. Like, no one really goes out of their way to, like, see Krishan Rock and Blueface. You're kind of just, like, forced into it, right? And it's the same with Jada and Will. For, like, the last six, seven years, 
just hella embarrassing shit has come out about that those two, right? And at some point, well, bro, you're gonna have to look at Jada like, hey, it though, hey, shut the fuck up with though. What are you doing, Jada? You just sit there and tell everybody you're gonna go on fucking Matt Bond's podcast and tell them that that we haven't caught each other, wife and husband, in a, a long time. After I just fucking slap Chris Rock for you, you're gonna fucking go on different news channels and interviews and tell them that you love Tupac. Well, we get it. You love Tupac, but I mean, I mean, it's crazy because if she was my mom, bro, I'm like, mom, shut the fuck up, dog. What are you doing? Like, the world doesn't need to know that. The world doesn't need to know a lot of things, but the, like, she. What I'm trying to say is, like, bro, since I've been a teenager, right, and I've been able to, like, think my own thoughts, I've been allowed, I've been around a lot of women when it comes to family, you know, female coworkers, female, females at school that I used to go to. F women don't do this type of stuff unless you have fucked them over, bro. You, Will must have done something crazy for her to be saying all this publicly. Because women don't really do that public. They're not going to embarrass their husbands or their boyfriends or their baby daddies or their kids publicly. A lot of, most women don't do that unless you have done something to where they don't respect you anymore. I feel like we could all agree on that. Like when a woman doesn't respect you anymore, she's going to do the Jada thing. Go on podcasts and publicly shit on you and embarrass you. And make you look like a cuck and make you look like somebody who who just gets bitched around in his house all the time. The women just don't do that. Right? You know, like when parents, like when your mom and dad, right? When you know the marriage is ending, you know the marriage is ending when like your mom just starts disrespecting your dad in front of his friends on social media in front of you guys, just doesn't care how sloppy it looks. That's when you know it's ending. Right? And I think, Will, what did you do, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Will, what'd you do? You must have done something. Because she just, if you did nothing and she's doing this, you got to go, bro. Like, that's that's what makes it worse. Is if you didn't, like, do some crazy, like, cheating scandal that she's not revealing to us yet, you must have done something crazy. Because women don't do that, usually. In my, in, in my experience, I know... What I said is basically anecdotal, but like, bro, like you guys understand, like women just don't, this is, this seems deeper in my opinion, but like I said, if I was her son or her, or her boyfriend, bro, hey, what are you doing? Shut the fuck up, Jada, what are you doing? Hey, get off the podcast and go make us some dinner. Like an old 50s husband. Hey, is the dinner done? Why don't you get your ass back in the kitchen and get off the fucking podcast? No more podcasts for you, Jada. <laughs> but while I was, and I don't want to even, I don't even want to say while I was researching for this topic, because you can't, you can't research this. There's no researching this, right? But while I was researching, you know, trying to talk about the whole Jada and Will thing, I came across the post about women again, but this time it was like, hey, and it was from a, it was from a Twitter user. His name is Ryan, and he has a YB profile picture. Listen, bro, if you have a YB profile picture, you're fake. You're not a real person. You're not real. You're a bot. There's just no way around it. Like, you can't really take those type of people serious. Like, when I argue with people on Twitter and their profile picture is YB, 
Bye, guy with the YB profile picture. <laughs> oh, you have an opinion, but your profile picture is YB? Bye. <laughs> you can't take those fucking people serious, bro. But his post was, and I'll read it here. Personally, I don't see an issue, but does smoking make a woman unattractive? Now, I don't want to... I don't want to be the guy that's like, well, it makes men unattractive too. And because he's talking about women. Does it make a woman unattractive? No, because Jenna Ortega is still hot. She's still hot. All she's doing is making bad choices. Right now. I used to smoke cigarettes. Right? I, I kind of, you know, occasionally engage in like a cigarette. You know, I almost said what the British call cigarettes, but gaol but you know sometimes i will like if i'm drunk enough or like if if, I've, if i'm in the middle of like a molly trip like cigarettes are amazing so I, i'm not like an avid cigarette smoker and i don't want to judge because i know a lot of people who smoke cigarettes you know i've grown up around a lot of people who smoke cigarettes and it's just one of those things where it, it is kind of disgusting but like when a when a hot woman smokes a cigarette i don't think it makes her unattractive She's still hot. She's just making bad choices. I mean, that's just what it comes down to. Now, like if I was dating the the woman, right? If we were about to date or get married and you engage in cigarette smoking, you just got to like do the puppy dog guy thing. You know, you're like, hey, stop, babe. Babe, what are you doing? I thought he said we we're going to stop. You know, the kids, the kids just, the, the kids don't want to see you smoke anymore, babe. You know what I mean? Babe, you don't want to end up like those people, right? Like the, the throat people, you know, they have to push a button, right? Like, I don't want to have to come in the kitchen and like you're behind, like you're in the dark. I can't see anything. You're in the dark and you push the button like, there's leftovers in the fridge. And like, I turn around like, oh, what the fuck, dude? Like, well, where have you been at, you know? Or like, you know, like every time I ask you a question, it's like, I love you, babe. I put towels in the dryer. Like, I don't want to hear that. So maybe don't smoke cigarettes, but does it make you less hot? I don't know, dude. Now, I, now, smoking cigarettes might make someone who's ugly look worse. I could agree with that part, men and women. Like, if you're already ugly and you smoke cigarettes, it's just one of those things. Like, you just, what do you do? If you're ugly and you smoke cigarettes, what do you do? Hey, don't do that. But, but yeah, you guys comment below. Does smoking make a woman unattractive? I don't think so. She's still hot, right? But it's just that you're not making good choices, baby girl. You're not really making good choices. But I wanted to end the episode off with some Andor discourse. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the show Andor on Disney Plus, good for you because it's not really a good show. It's not a good show. I mean, it's just straight up not a good show. Not that it. So I don't want to say that. Actually, let me let me let me bring this back. It gets good ratings. A lot of people talk really highly of it. You know, a, a lot of people say it's the best Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back. Now, I don't know that because I won't watch it. Now, I won't watch it. And I've been holding back on talking about Andor because their fans, the Andor fans are something else, dog. You guys are something else. And like I said, I know it gets good ratings, so it could be really good. But I tried watching episode one and it's just not for me, man. It's just not for me. It's, it's the same problem I had with DC, right? You guys... You guys are talking about a show that no one asked for, right? Like we said, hey, Man of Steel 2, Birds of Prey. Man of Steel 2, 
Suicide Squad reboot. Man of Steel 2? Peacemaker. Like, no one asked. That was my problem with DC. No one asked for that. No one asked for Andor. A side character in the Rogue One movie gets his own show now? I'm sorry. That explains why the viewers are down. You didn't even put the Emperor in the show. No Grand Moff Tarkin. No Vader. There's no mention of the Force. Right? So my one of my favorite Star Wars YouTubers, his name is Star Wars Theory. He actually talked about it. And I'm going to read his tweet right here. Andor is not Star Wars. It's a world-building show. It doesn't compete with actual Star Wars. Jedi, Sith, the Force, etc. It's just a good sci-fi show. Nothing more. Now, I agree with Star Wars Theory. Okay? Doesn't mean the show's not good. Doesn't mean it doesn't get good ratings. A lot of people love it. But I, I'm going to have to tend to agree with them on that. It's just no one asked for Andor, bro. We know what happens to him. He dies at the end of Rogue One. And I'm not going to say spoiler alert. He dies. And you could have made so many other good shows, so many other good concepts in Star Wars, but you chose Andor, and I'm not going to watch it. I tried. I tried watching Andor. There's only one other Star Wars show that I literally haven't watched a single second of, and it's Resistance. No offense to people who like Resistance, just didn't look like it was for me. Okay, same with Andor. So like, you know what? Hey, I'll give it a try, man. I'll give it a shot. Couldn't get past episode one. I fell asleep. It was boring. It was boring. And I know a lot of people who might watch me might not like this take, bro. But, and that's what I'm trying to say with Star Wars. It's like, there's there's something for everybody. If you if you like Andor, good for you. I I just can't get myself to watch it when I when I didn't. None of us asked for the show. It looks boring, and um, yeah, Star Wars theory is right. It doesn't talk about the Force. Doesn't have any of that in there. Then why are we watching it? Why is it a thing? Now the viewership doesn't match the energy of Andor fans. That is one hundred percent correct. The Andor fans. They're really rabid, right? They'll tell you it's the best thing since Empire Strikes Back. It's the most Star Wars feel since George Lucas dance, right? But it, the viewership doesn't match that. It's one of the lowest rated Star Wars shows on Disney+. Plus. Wonder why? I could have told you that before you started making the goddamn show. That a show no one asked for about a character who's a side character in Rogue One wasn't going to do good. I could have told you that, Disney. But instead, you know, and I probably sound really ignorant now. I haven't even given the show. And, and people will be like, hey, it gets better after episode three. That's another problem I've been having with shows. If your show has to get better after episode three or four, I'm not watching it. Right? We invest our money into these apps and, to, and, and, and we invest our time into these shows. Be good from the start, bro. Right? I'm, I'm kind of actually really sick of shows doing that. You gotta, bro, after episode six, it gets good. But the season six episodes, so, you know, what are we, uh, is that what it is now? Just, uh, you gotta, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but yeah, that's episode 128, guys. Thank you for joining me. Like I said in the beginning, I'm gonna link Gary's stuff below in the description. If you guys can, please go listen to his music, watch his videos. Give some kind words to the family. They probably would really appreciate it in a time like this. Uh, next week, I'm, I should be coming back with the Say What's Real episode featuring Tommy Joe. I'm really excited about that one. We were supposed to do it today, but I decided, like, hey, let's push it a week. You know, 
more prep time. Maybe me and her can come up with like different questions than what we had planned for this week. And yeah, if you guys can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, all the good stuff, because those still do really good numbers. Facebook Reels still does really good numbers. And I'm excited for next week, guys. So, until next time, guys. Peace.